everyone. This is Chris and Sandy Benton from the Chris and Sandy Show, where we get up close and personal with great, amazing, rising artists. And boy, do we got a show for you today. Guess about a year ago, I met this person online and said that we're going to interview you eventually, and today's the day. <laughs> AC, are you here? I am here. Thank you so much for having me today. I appreciate it. It's our pleasure for you to come on. Like I said, I, you know, I've been wanting to do this. It's been a while. You know, we had a rough year last year. We really didn't do many interviews. And this we year, did. We're knocking we them had all out. Tough pregnancy and other things <laughs> going on. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, so thank you get... so much for having me on. Well, we I was so glad to have you. Yes. Thank you. As we get started here, tell us a little bit about yourself, um, where you're from, who you are, even yeah. though I already said it, but still who you are, where <laughs> you're from, and and the hobbies you have outside of music. Let's, you know, talk about some things that's not music-related right now. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, so as you said, my name is A.C. Jones, and I hail from a small town up in northeastern Ohio. Um, I was born in Youngstown, Ohio, so I'm a, I'm a northerner by blood. <laughs> um, but, uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, so we're experiencing some some cold right now, which is always fun. But uh, I, uh, you know, I, I grew up in a very musical family, and um, it was just always kind of a part of who I was. Um, but it was never something that I necessarily intended to do right off the bat. I actually went to college uh, and studied biochemistry, and so my plan was to oh, get wow. my PhD or, or my MD PhD, and I was really kind of on the track for that. Um, really focused on that. And I was getting ready to sort of fill out applications for grad school. And I just found myself kind of sitting there staring at the application going, I don't, I don't know if I can do this, like, and, and not, not do it as in the ability to do it, but just do yeah. it as in, I don't know if I can say, here's the next you know, seven years and forever of my life without, you know, pursuing my passion for music in some way. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I decided to sort of branch out and, you know, jump into the country music scene, having known absolutely nothing about it, nothing at all. Oh, wow. And um, it's, it's been a crazy, wonderful ride. And I've just met so many people who have been supportive and have given advice and, and given me direction. And it, it's really just a great family that I've developed through it. So um, mm-hmm. I'm very appreciative of that. Um, as for hobbies and whatnot that are outside of music, I've, I love baking. Baking's always sort of been a part of my family, too. So I love baking, <laughs> cooking. Um, I love I'm, – I'm a runner, so I like to run my latest thing, who's been running half marathons. So I've got my next one in April. Uh, so I've been, <laughs> I've been trying to train for that. Um, oh, wow. And I, I love photography, anything arts-related. Um, mm-hmm. I love horseback riding and kayaking, anything with nature. It's just – Every little thing, I'm interested in so many little things all the time, you know, so it changes <laughs> on, a, on a very frequent basis. There's very few things that I dislike. Um, I just, you know, I just love to try to experience everything, so. Mm-hmm. And that's good because uh, like Sandy and I, we like to live in the moment. And, and you know, we, we, yeah. we plan things. Don't get me wrong. You know, we're oh, not, absolutely. you know, we're we're not like naive, I guess in a way yeah, we are. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> to a degree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, but. We like to live in the moment. Like, um, you know, we have all these different special dates. Like, in fact, Wednesday is going to be the 18th year that we met face to face. And the reason why I say face to face is because we because we met online February second. Oh, we did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that is awesome! Congratulations. <laughs> that is wonderful. <laughs> and, oh, thank you. And, and the crazy thing is, we we met online in February of second of 02 we talked on the phone for february 4th 
Um, here's the crazy part. We set a wedding date February 18th, and then we met oh, in person wow. March 4th. So we actually oh, yes. were meeting to see who we're going to marry. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, exactly. <laughs> That's incre- that is incredible. And it just, but to me, like, that just speaks to how just perfectly in tune you both were with each other, having not even met face to face, you know what I mean? That's the basis of a great foundation, you know, for a relationship there. And that's just, that is a beautiful story for sure. And and not saying we had our fair struggles because of course I went through 19 years of addictions where the first five years Mm. of our marriage was part of that. And she went through a lot, but like I would tell people until God healed me over 12 years ago from all, all that, um, yeah. she was my strength. She was there when I was weak. Um, she was my cheerleader. Mm. She was, she was everything that I couldn't be at that time until God yeah. could do what, the work in my heart that I needed done. Absolutely. He, he, um, <laughs> he knows exactly what you need right when you need it, doesn't he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He does. Absolutely. So what's yeah. something, um, quirky that you do that people would find <laughs> oh dear oh <Uh-oh. laughs> <laughs> oh gosh oh gosh I'm quirky in so many ways honestly um you know, that's gosh that's a really no one has asked me a question like that so now I got to try and weed through all the weird stuff I do <laughs> <laughs> um oh, gosh I I generally, like, in order to remember things a lot of times, I'll walk around talking mm-hmm. to myself to just, like, to me, it's like I have to not only think it but hear it in an auditory way. Yeah. Um, so mm-hmm. I might be, like, walking around mumbling to myself, <laughs> and I promise <laughs> it's natural. It's just something I need to do. Um, um, so I guess I guess that could be considered a little bit a little bit different and quirky and, um, I don't know, I, I'm just, uh, I, I can be very um, in a, <laughs> In a social setting, I can be a little bit socially awkward, but in other situations, I'm really, really open, and I can be super social, and so it's that's kind of mm-hmm. weird. It's always gauging, you know, where I can sort of step out and be charismatic, and in some situations, I can't, and that's kind of always a dice, <laughs> dice roll for me sometimes, uh, so I can be really awkward in certain situations. You know, cocktail parties, there's always got to be a plate of food or a dog for me to hang around, mm. so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that that's just like I know some people who public speak and I'm talking people who've spoken for a 10 plus thousand people and yeah, yeah. you meet them face to face and they're some of the most shy people people you get but when they get on that stage because it's a passion they're yeah, like in yeah. that, that moment it's like I remember we, we watched um, before Zig Ziglar died we actually seen him live here in Savannah and yeah, okay. um, and and he was and I thought we weren't going to get a show because he he comes out from the side and he's got yeah. this cane and he's barely walking up the steps with the cane and like mm-hmm. and I'm thinking to my and I'm thinking to myself, well I guess we're getting the the end of Zig so to speak you know oh, and yeah. he gets up on the stage and the cane drops and he just does stuff that I couldn't believe that <laughs> I was like he couldn't even walk. <laughs> <laughs> oh I, my goodness! Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> but when he got on that stage and got that mic in his yeah. hand and he spoke and man, yeah. he fired the crowd up because it was. It's truly did. Yeah, it's truly like a, a switch that sort of just flips. Like you get in that mode and you just you know what you have to do and you embrace that. And, you, you know, sometimes it feels like when I'm stepping on stage, I'm, I'm a different person. You know what I mean? There's something mm-hmm. about the stage and something mm-hmm. about the message that you're sending that is just so incredibly <laughs> empowering and you just, you just, everything in you changes. And then you kind of walk off and you're like, all right, 
back to me. And you feel this way too? Now, do you feel this way too? Because um, a couple of my speaker friends have said this, and, I, and it makes sense. Because again, you know, no matter what we do, if I'm speaking from a group or if I'm about to speak on this phone, I get butterflies yeah. and all that. And I had a friend yeah. of mine tell me that if he and, and I'm talking, he spoke in front of twenty thousand people. He said oh, if wow. he ever gets to the point to where he has he don't have butterflies when he's about to walk on that stage, because I'll quit. So he says, "Yeah, I got there's there's too much on in stake for me to get on that stage without the passion anymore." Yeah, yeah. That's so true. That is so true. And, um, you know, I think there's, I think there's too like a big difference between you know, being nervous maybe to do mm-hmm. what you're doing. Cause yeah. like, I don't get stage fright or anything. Um, mm-hmm. I, I embrace it, but there's always that little, you know, big difference between like a nervous excitement and butterflies and like yeah. an energized yeah. butterflies and excitement <laughs> and everything. And, um, it, that's definitely something, you know, you, you need that little kind of, um, boost and in, in that feel of passion before you step out and do what you're doing because at the end of the day I mean pe- people will see that too if that's not behind yep. what you're doing and mm-hmm. um, you can't you can't fake that and um, so yep. I think that is a very exactly. important thing because there's a difference out there you know a singer you can hear an artist yeah. you can feel yeah and that's the difference and yeah when that passion's not there you know there are people that get on the stage and uh, and some of my favorite songs and you get goosebumps and there are other people sing that same song and and you're like well i don't feel it yeah a big difference yeah absolutely so what age did you know this was the route i I know that you made the big decision not too long ago but what age did you know that you know what this is what i want to do yeah that's um i think gosh i was probably I don't know, maybe 14 or 15 when I started writing songs. I actually mm-hmm. started out uh, writing sort of like praise and worship, CCM style songs. Um, mm-hmm. I had a couple <laughs> bands through youth group, you know, that we would get together and we'd write and we'd, we had a couple performances at different churches and benefits and whatnot. And <laughs> oh, wow. so it was always something I think yeah. at that point that I kind of wanted um, mm-hmm. and I thought about a lot, but I never... I was always a person who was very careful about um, chasing dreams or chasing things that I thought maybe oh, wow. wouldn't be achievable. And so mm-hmm. um, I kind of always put it in the back of my mind and I never considered it an option um, because mm-hmm. to me, I'm like, that's just not logical. You know, it's just not something I can do. Um, <laughs> but I think when I, when I went to college, you know, as, as different as biochem is from music, there was mm-hmm. something that changed in me when I went to college because biochem was another big step for me that I didn't really know if I could do. You know, it was something yeah. that was a big step yeah. for me, and I, I was nervous to do it. I didn't know if I could complete it. Um, but once mm-hmm. I got in and I went through those four years and I just flew through it and it felt so good and I enjoyed it and I realized, you know, there's so much more to me than I realized. And I think I gained mm-hmm. that confidence that I needed. And then yeah. it gave me the confidence and the ability at the end of those four years to say, you know what, it's time to take another chance. And I think my whole motto throughout my life has just been uh, follow your heart, but use your head. You know, it's like, it's okay <laughs> to pursue your dreams. It's okay to go chasing after them. Um, but for me, there's always sort of this basis and I always want to be realistic about what I can and can't do. And, you know, mm-hmm. um, but still dream. Because you need to have a dream, you need to have a passion, and you need to follow that. Um, but to me, I'm always like, what's the, what's the best way I can go about doing this? 
And so to me, getting my degree was very important to me to have that. And then also gaining the confidence from that to sort of step out in music and to take that leap. And, um, you know, so it's just been, it's just been a wonderful ride since then. And, you know, um, I think a lot of times too, society, you know, it might have not even been that you were this timid person. You might always have this in you. It's just, it might've been more of society says, don't chase your dream, get that get that career don't don't yeah. have a you know because because the crazy thing is we we listen to a lot or watch a lot of the bios from the big artists yeah. and the host is always surprised because the host almost always asks questions you know if you weren't doing music what was your plan b 90 percent yeah. says what do you mean plan b i didn't have a plan b this was yeah. it yeah and i think that because music takes so much out of people that yeah. you, I'm not saying to go be stupid, but you almost mm-hmm. have to get to the point where there is no other option if you're going to make it big in the music because it's that Truly. rough. Truly. It's, it's a lot of focus. It's a lot of, you know, it has to be something that you, you chase after and you desire so much because you're going to be faced with so much pushback from anything and everything, mm-hmm. you know, from, you know, whether it be, people on the internet who can be unkind or people who uh, don't feel maybe that your direction is good enough or whatever it may be, there will always be opposition and you're always going to be fighting that. And um, so it's something that you really have to try and not only find the strength within yourself, but find a good team of people to surround yourself with because when you're not feeling strong, you know, they are the people that you need to turn to for encouragement and, to remind mm-hmm. you who you are. And that is, to me, that has been so important for me, has been finding a group of people um, that I can lean on in those tough times because it gets very mm-hmm. easy um, to be down on yourself when you're feeling that pushback. So I think yeah. for any artist out there who's looking to pursue it, make sure you have a good support system. Um, that is so important. Yeah, and um, we'll be talking about some of the struggle side in a minute, cause I always, but I yeah. always like to go to highlights first. Um, yeah, so when you, you you look back on your career um, mm-hmm. right now, what are some moments where you're like, wow, I got to do that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. Um, so we've gotten to open for for a couple of uh, really great people. We've, I've opened for Marty Stewart. Uh, that was, gosh, quite a few years ago. Um, most recently, I opened for the Oak Ridge Boys, and that was an incredible oh, wow. experience because um, sometimes – you open for people, but you don't necessarily get to meet them or it kind of, you know, goes one way or another. But with the Oak Ridge boys, I Mm -hmm. actually got to meet them and talk to them backstage right before I went on stage. And Mm -hmm. that was such an incredible experience. Um, Right before I took the stage, I was like on the stairs ready to go (laughs) on five minutes before. And uh, one of the members comes up to me and he was talking to me and he just gave me some incredible words of encouragement Mm -hmm. and inspiration and then he was like, all right, go up there. <laughs> I was like, all right. <laughs> so, um, so it was just so incredible to have people who have been there um, talking mm-hmm. to you and encouraging you and telling you, you know, go up there and just do you and shine. And that was really inspiring for me. Um, oh, wow. So that's always been something that was a highlight uh, for me. Um, we've gotten to play state fairs, which is such a cool experience and um, getting to just, sort of be on some of those big stages where other people have been and it's, mm. it's just wonderful. And even some of the small venues that I've gotten to play have been some of the most memorable because sometimes the audience is just so there for you, mm-hmm. you know, they're just, they're so there and they're so 
in tune to the message of, of what you're trying mm-hmm. to say. And, <laughs> and you get people afterwards who come up and say how much a song meant to them. And to me, that is a oh, highlight wow. of what I do because um, it's all about the people for me. It's all about people getting to take that moment in their lives to just mm-hmm. step away from whatever they're dealing with and not feel so alone in the world sometimes. So that <laughs> is always a big highlight is, is people yeah. connecting with the music. So what's your favorite, since you've brought up venues and all that, what's, your, what's been your favorite venue to play at? Oh, wow. Oh, it's so hard. <laughs> They're all so unique. They are all so unique in, in every single way. Um, oh, man. Oh, gosh. Wow. Now, now I've got to go through. <laughs> go through the whole thing. Um, there was, there was a, it's funny. There was a beer garden in Iowa that we mm-hmm. played out, out uh-huh. in Iowa, and it was just everyone was just. It was like a long four-hour show, and sometimes four-hour shows they're so much fun. But it's just it's a long night. It's late at night. Mm-hmm. You know, you're playing either mm-hmm. nine to one, mm-hmm. ten to two, and it's exhausting. Wow. Um, but I those four hours went by so fast. But it was over in a blank, and I was like, I can't even believe it. The people were just so excited and so pumped, and. It just was one of those shows that it was a smaller, smaller venue, but you walked mm-hmm. off the stage and you just felt like, oh my gosh, I just sang to 20 million people, you know, and you just, you just <laughs> so pumped and so energized, and um, there's really nothing like that. So that was a really fun venue to get to play. Wow. Now let's flip the script a little bit, you know, because, yeah. you know, one thing that we do different is I want to hear the struggles. I want to hear the sacrifices. I want to, I want, cause I think people, you know, you, you always hear people say you should go get a real job. And I try yeah. to tell them yeah. that these artists have real jobs. It's their, yeah. you know, in fact, I, I posted on Facebook the other day said, and I said that, you know, don't tell an artist that um, to go get a real job because they actually got something better. They have a passion yeah. to live for. That's way better yeah. than any real job you could ever get. And, yeah. But I want to talk about some of the struggle side. <clears throat> and before I get into that, um, we interviewed Allison Steele from Two Steel Girls back in 2014. Yeah. And, we t- and, and sh- she was giving advice to other artists. And something she said has always clicked with me on something. I think yeah. this is the perfect place for, the, for that. Um, she was um, saying, and she said, and she was full time at this time. And she said, coming from me, this is going to sound funny because we're full time. She says, but if mm-hmm. your heart will allow you to do anything else outside of music, go mm-hmm. do that and just keep music as a hobby. And she says, that may yeah. sound funny. She goes, but the sacrifice on our bodies, the sacrifice the, uh, on our families, the sacrifice yeah. that we have to make to where we could be miserable, but if we got a show, we can't be miserable on that stage. We, we got to put this mask on and we wear so many oh, masks. Yeah. That, yeah. that we, you know, that we have no choice to do this when you're full time. So let's yeah. go there a little bit. Let's talk about what she just said, because I think it's so powerful because she said, if your heart will, won't allow you to do anything else, then go yeah. all in. And I think that's, and that's what I think you're trying to do because you're all in. Yeah. Talk about some of the sacrifices. Absolutely. And struggle um, side. Oh gosh. Um, the thing that she was talking about, uh, um, how you still have to step on stage kind of no matter how you're feeling and you, you just got to get out there and do it and everything. It, that resonates with me so much. I mean, I, I can't tell you how many times there's, there've been moments where, 
you know, you're, you're waiting to get on stage and maybe you're dealing with something personal that's really, really hurtful or painful and, you know, mm-hmm. or, you know, maybe you just receive some terrible news, whatever it may be, you're, mm-hmm. you're standing there waiting to go on stage and you just kind of have to, to put that behind you and, and sacrifice that for a minute. Uh, to go on stage because you realize that what you're doing requires you to be fully there. And, um, you know, you can't let that get in the way for that hour to four hours that you're on the stage. <laughs> and um, I've, I've definitely experienced that feeling before. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I will say that when music is your passion, it's incredible how healing it is um, because regardless of the pain that you're going through, generally, you know, you walk up there and you get a few songs in and all of a sudden it's like, okay, it's, it's gone. It's in the past right now. I can deal with that when I get off stage now, but right now I'm here and it is, it is such a healing experience. And um, that's the beauty of it too. Within Mm -hmm. the sacrifice, that's the beauty of it. I think, Um, you know, you, you're traveling a lot. There's a lot of times it's, it can be hard on friendships. It can be hard on, you know, sustaining normalcy in that way. Um, there's kind of this feeling where I always get a little bit nervous to make plans with anybody because I like you, like if there's, if there's a call to go somewhere next week, if there's, you know, at the drop of a hat, that's always going to come first in a sense, you know, there's, there's always going to be, if if there's a call for a show next week, then I'm going to be at that show. (laughs) And, um, so that that (laughs) makes things difficult sometimes, um, Mm -hmm. for sure. Uh, And that's sort of part of the sacrifice, but it is, it is great to have people who understand that and people who embrace that and, um, who are there rooting in your corner, no matter what, no matter what. Um, so once again, along with any sacrifice, there are always going to be people who understand and always going to be, um, uh, the other side of that. There's always, there's always going to be something beautiful out of it too. Yeah, because I think a lot of people don't realize the type of sacrifices that that y'all make. They think the big artists are the ones making the sacrifices, but I think it's the other way around. I mean, they make sacrifices too, of course, but I think the up-and-coming artist makes the most yeah. sacrifices because you don't know where the next dollar is going to come from sometimes. It's, you know, it's very the, true. The financial yeah. side is rough from every artist Absolutely. you talk to. Absolutely, and you can't, you can't really, you know, at this point, you can't, there's really, you can't say no to anything. You know, you want to say yes to anything and everything and, and get out <laughs> as much as you can and, and do what you can. And um, mm-hmm. so that definitely is sort of the, the struggle of it. Absolutely. Love that. And we're going to take a quick break. And we'll, yeah. when we come back from the break, we'll play your song and then we will um, talk about the song. How's that? Fantastic. Thank you. All right. Are you a business owner who needs capital to grow your business or you're in a tight pinch? With our simple and fast process, we can get you the money you need in under a week. When banks can't help, we usually can. Go to obtainbusinesscapital.com. That's obtainbusinesscapital.com and get pre-approved today. Hey, everyone. We have partnered with another great podcast called The Sports Guys Podcast. You can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. The Sports Guys Podcast is a sports and country music podcast hosted by Brandon, Nick, and Andy. They cover sports on a state, regional, and national level with many of the biggest names in the sports industry. The Sports Guys also host a Backstage Pass music segment where they go behind the scenes and talk with some of the biggest artists in country music, everything from Texas country, Americana, as well as Nashville artists. 
The Backstage Pass provides a more in-depth look at the musicians' rise in music as they talk about their career and tell stories about their music to share with their fans. Many of the same guests will be appearing on our show as well. Again, you can find them over at thesportsguyspodcast.com. It's a grand slam of sports and music. Thank you. So oh much. yes, beautiful song. <laughs> Thank you. Appreciate it. <laughs> Especially with us having a one-year-old little daughter. Aww. Yes, it made oh us goodness. think about her. Yes, oh, that is so sweet. <laughs> oh well, it's, this song, you know, this song is for her. This song is for all all those little girls out there. 
of all ages, little girls, whether you be, you know, nine months old or 99 years old, it's for, yeah. it's for all the ladies out there. For yes. Sure. So what inspired the song? Um, so the song was inspired by my six-year-old niece. Um, when she was nine months old, she was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. And she spent a week in the hospital, and as they were trying to adjust her levels and, and, and bring her back to, you know, some sort of normalcy in her life. Mm-hmm. Um, but she, she went mm-hmm. home with a, an insulin pump, and it's something that she battles every day. And then not that long after that, she was also diagnosed with Hashimoto's. And then just a few months ago, she was no. also diagnosed with celiac disease. So she is battling three autoimmune disorders as a six-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. And wow. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, she just is the most inspiring little thing ever, though, because <laughs> regardless of the circumstances that she's going through, she is filled with joy. Mm-hmm. She has funk mm-hmm. like nothing else, mm-hmm. <laughs> and she is proud to be who she is, um, and she shows off her insulin pumps to everybody. She's such a huge <laughs> advocate for herself, telling people you know, that she has type 1 and what she has to do because of it, mm-hmm. and that she can't have gluten, mm-hmm. and she, you know, she's going on. She tells everybody, and it's... She's just got this confidence that is beautiful, and I've always wanted to write a song for her um, and sort of inspired oh, yeah. by her. Castle, to me, was just the most appropriate thing because her battle cry, whenever she would mm. go to these big events for type 1 diabetes, her battle cry was always, I'm a warrior princess. And I'm like, you know what? Oh, we, right? Right? And I'm like, we yeah. as women, as you know, however young or however mm-hmm. old, we need to have that in our minds that I am a warrior mm-hmm. princess. Like, I am not going to let this get me down. And I just yep. wanted this song to That's inspire right. that in women of all ages to say, I have that childlike confidence again. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'm, I'm a warrior princess. I can do this. So that's where the, the song inspiration came from. Oh, well, really love it. Because I, oh, I noticed awesome. that you participate in a lot of um, charity type stuff. So I guess that's where that stems from. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> Which is good. Cause that's one thing we love about country music. Um, you know, I, I'm sure I know other genres do this, but they don't, but yeah. I don't think nobody, nobody gives the charity type causes the way country music does. I just don't see absolutely. that out there. Absolutely. That's <clears throat> one of the great things about country music. There is a huge philanthropic, um, push and drive in, in the mm-hmm. genre and in the industry. And it's, it's such a wonderful thing because it's showing that music can work for more than just the music. It, it's, it's yeah. out there to help people yes, yes. whatever way it's needed. And I think that's, that's one of the things I love the most about country music for sure. Because like you said, music's healing. Sandy has a story too about high school. Mm. Oh, yes, yes. I was bullied a lot back then, and I feel like yeah. music is, is what helped me get through that time period. Very Absolutely. healing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and what's funny is when we first married 17 years ago, <clears throat> I'm, I've always liked music, but I, yeah. at that time of my life, I was big into the these audio motivational stuff. Mm-hmm. And brainwashed to believe that if you um, if you're in your car and you're listening to music, you're not serious about your business. <laughs> and so <laughs> I would only listen to motivational stuff. And then we marry, and she's this hardcore country music fan like I've never seen before. <laughs> oh yes, so, <laughs> music in my life. So here it is. We're trying to figure out, okay, we just got married. How do we fit this 
Yeah, yeah and finally so come to, to a thing where we'd listen to 50% audio, 50% um, music back then. And it yeah, worked, mm-hmm. and it worked enough to where she now brainwashed me because I am like hardcore, gung-ho country music. Right. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. That happened. <laughs> in fact, what started what started all this was back in 2013. She's always wanted to write country music and all that, and she's really yeah. good mm-hmm. lyric write, writer. We don't do oh, we awesome. can't do music side, but lyric writer. We so in 2013, I decided, you know what, mm-hmm. let's um write together. Yeah. It'll be something fun for our marriage, and we wrote like 300 songs in a year, or lyrics, I should say, in a year. And um, yeah. and it was so much fun. And then I had oh, this yeah. crazy idea. I started, and I knew that you couldn't really pitch ideas to the big artists. I was like, well, how about up and coming artists? So yeah. I started adding on Facebook all these different people from like Allison Steele and other people yeah. like that. And then all of a sudden, I'd, I had this crazy idea in 2014 to launch New Country Buzz. Like, well, then let, I build websites. So why don't we just build something based around the whole up-and-coming country music scene, and that will help us get the songwriting. I had no idea where we were going here. And we Mm -hmm. launched that in 2014. We did end up in 2015 shutting that down for personal reasons. But before we shut it down, we got to interview Kelsey Ballerini before everybody else knew who she was. And I thought that was pretty cool. And then at the end of 2018, I told Sandy, because every six months I would look. I mean, I, I tried to push music so far. Because you know, you know, if you try to mm-hmm. leave music, it comes back taunting you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, it's like so, a shadow. So, mm-hmm. so I tried to push it away and yeah. do other stuff. And But every six months, I mean, I've tried to push it away so much, I even let go the domain New Country Buzz. Um, oh. And <laughs> every six months I would look and still still available. Six months later, yep. still available. <laughs> so finally in yeah. 2018, I told Sandy, I was like, I, you know, I feel like we need to finish what we started. Yeah. And she goes, let's do this. And here yeah. it is now. We've got a bigger vision than we ever had. Um, oh, we're actually, incredible. you know, doing a lot more than we did back then. We got more traffic mm-hmm. than we had back then. And all yeah. that. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just amazing that if you try to leave, if music in you, and you try to leave it, it's going to chase you down. It will. <laughs> it most certainly yeah. will bring you back. <laughs> you know? Absolutely. That is absolutely. That, that's wonderful. That's wonderful to hear um, for you guys. And I think I can speak for all, you know, sort of up-and-coming artists when I say that thank you for, for doing this. And thank you for, you know, being a platform for us to be heard. It's 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 tough to be out there. It's tough to try and get your music in front of new people. And so to have mm-hmm. people like you to help do that, it's just, it's incredible. And I, thank you guys so much. Really appreciate it. We appreciate you. And let's, you know, talking about tough, let's go another route about tough, because I think that more people need to talk about this. But I think it's changing a little bit. But let's talk about women in country. Yeah. A little yeah. bit. That's been re- really, really tough. Especially yeah. women in radio, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. What are your thoughts on uh, on some of that? What's going on right now? Yeah, that's a oof, that's that's <laughs> definitely a very difficult topic to address. And I, by no means, am, am any expert. You know, I can only vouch for personal experience, of which my personal yeah. experience is incredibly different from anybody else's out there. Um, personally, 
have been greeted with very open arms and mm-hmm. um, I've met so many wonderful people who have been supportive and who have been great. Um, I think, you know, there's, there's always a little bit of a struggle. I, I, I think in, yeah. in that sense, um, it's, it's, I, I, it's, it's a hard thing to, for me to address. Um, yeah. I, I definitely um, feel sometimes that in, in writing, you know, you look at your writing and you think, well, you know, is it the writing? Is it the, is it what I'm doing? Is it me personally? Is mm-hmm. it my voice? What, what, what is it, you know, and what can I do mm-hmm. to improve? But I think, it, I think at the end of the day, when I, when yeah. I look at it and I, I try and figure things out, regardless of female, male artist, me as an artist, I just want to be a better artist in general yeah. um, and, and do whatever authentic. I can. Yes. And be authentic. Absolutely. And I think at the end of the day, if you can let that through, um, and, and you can just, just be a kind person in general, you know what I mean? Just be a real yeah. person. Um, <laughs> yeah. I think that that's, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day, what matters. And like I said, I, I can't speak for other women in, in country music. Um, I know a lot of them have gone through some very difficult struggles that I have fortunately not had to deal with in that and sense. That's um, and that's, and that's really good because that, that's wonderful. not that's not 90% of the story you got that. but you do but I, um, that is so awesome to hear that it sounds like things are starting to change for some people because I know Justine Blazer when she came on and when we did an interview with her um, she started her producing company mainly yeah. because yeah. every time she'd go into a studio the guys there would say okay I'm going to do this but yeah. I want something in return and she said she got yeah. tired of being hit on like that. So she yeah. said, you know what? I'm going to just create a place for women and produce awesome. them myself. And, yeah. that, and, that, and out of that, mm-hmm. so she, she had this bad experience and turned it into something great. Yeah. And, you know, it, it, I'm so blessed to have not had to have, you know, had to face that sort of situation. Um, you know, of course, you're always going to run into opposition male or female yeah. sometimes, you know, yeah. however mm-hmm. it is as a woman in the industry, yeah. it's, it's just going to happen because it, it is what it is. And I think it's like that in any business or any dream that you're trying to pursue, there's always going to be something to, to sort of have to battle against um, regardless yeah. mm-hmm. of who you are, you know, what you're experiencing, whatnot. Um, but I, I will say that creating castle, I, you know, I, I wrote castle mm-hmm. with, with three guys, with, with three guys and it was an incredible experience. And so here we are together writing this female Mm -hmm. power anthem and, you know, you know, one of them's a dad and and one of them's a husband and everything. And it's just like, they, um, they were so respectful of Mm -hmm. what I had to say and, and listening to my vision and listening to what I was inspired to write about. And they really honed in on what my vision was and, yeah. and wrote to that and produced to that. And I just, I've had such, a, it's just been such a blessing to have met people like that who I can walk into the room and feel as an equal. And I can feel that there's a mutual respect between us. And I am so grateful for that. So. You know, some of the women end up going the other way where they talk about the, the fear, the, the issues they have usually with women. Cause I, I, I remember, um, Gabby Barrett's dad, okay, Gabby Barrett took third on American Idol, and I'm, yeah. I've talked with him a little bit and her sister in the past. So I guess I'm not friends, friends with the family of Gabby Barrett, but we're kind of, I, I know them, I guess you could say. Yeah. And I remember um, her dad was always saying that 
that one thing that he learned as he's helping Gabby go to that next level before she got signed with Warner was that for 10 years they went to show after show after show. And he says the girls can be so because she was only eighteen, you know, when she was on Idol. Mm. The girls yeah. can be so ruthless, you know, mm. who, and from jealousy and all that. And he said he had to watch that all her life through her childhood because childhood and as she's trying yeah. to make this role happen. And then of course when when she come off Idol, the very last episode, I Idol kind of edits things, as you know, yeah. and <clears throat> edits. Edit to make her look stuck up, even though she's not. Mm. And yeah. when she so when she came off that, she got a lot of backlash because of that. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. And where I think with her, she has great stories with guys. So, yeah. so I can see it going both ways. Yeah, yeah. It's I you know I think I think that once again, re- regardless male or female or, or whatever it may be, there's. There's a fear, you know, as, as you're in the music industry and chasing your dream that, you know, mm-hmm. a lot of times it's easy. It, 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 you, you can fall into this, this pit of feeling like everything is a competition. Um, yeah. But at the end of the day, you are you. And if you are truly being you, then you have something that nobody else has. You know, it mm-hmm. took me a long time to embrace the voice that I have um, and the way that I wrote because, you know, Vocally, there's a mm-hmm. lot of things that so many females out there can do that are incredible that I mm-hmm. do, I couldn't do. I, mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't yeah. belt that high. I can't do some of those pop, you know, runs that you can do in your voice. I, I can't do that. And it's very mm-hmm. easy to start to look at it as, well, who's better than who? But that's not what it is at the end of the day. At the end of the day, yeah. I discovered, wait a minute, my voice can do things that other people's can't too. It's just different. And at the end of the yeah. day, when you look at it like that, that everybody has something unique to offer. As long mm-hmm. as you are being true to yourself, that's going to mm-hmm. shine through, and it is no competition. And I think I it's a matter that. of just trying to be comfortable with yourself and being okay with who you are and what you have to offer and embracing that mm-hmm. and just using it to the best of your ability. And that's when you start to be okay with it. You know what I mean? That's when you can just kind of settle mm-hmm. in and say, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. And then you, you know, and then at that point you can, you can look at everybody and say, you're not my competition. You are yeah. another artist who is mm-hmm. just yeah. killing it out there. And I am proud of you. And um, I think that's a difficult point to get to, um, mm-hmm. but it's, it's a very content place to get to when you do get there. And that's not to say that, you know, day by day you're, you're fighting the feeling of being adequate or being good enough. You know, that, that still happens. Yeah. You still worry. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But I, but I think if you have that foundation, Male or female, it just makes things better in the long run. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can really tell just by to you that you you live your quote that music is my passion, and but people is my purpose. You oh, can thank definitely you. tell thank that, you. that you're living that. And thank based you so on that much. quote, what I mean, I, when I seen that quote, because one of my questions I always ask what drives you, and I seen that quote, I was like, I have to add that in there. Um, because yeah. it's so powerful saying that. So what ultimately drives you now? Oh, gosh. Um, I think what drives me now are, are people, uh, people and their stories and making people not feel alone. I know that in mm. music, for me, I, I have always turned to music as something 
that has encouraged me, that has uplifted me, that in, has inspired me and made me feel like I'm not alone in this world, like there's somebody out there who, who gets what I'm feeling. And I think for me, music is just this thing that I want, I want to be that person for somebody else, that person mm-hmm. who through my words and through my music, mm-hmm. somebody else can say, oh, I'm, I'm not alone, or they feel this way too. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe, because oh, well. sometimes you can feel like, am I wrong to be feeling this way? Or is it a bad thing to feel this way? But when you know that somebody else does, you, you just, you, you feel so much better about, about life and, and where you are in life. And you can understand that it's not just me. And I think that's an important thing. And, and I love what you're saying here because we ask that question a lot of people and not everybody really gets it. Cause my, my goal of what drives you is not to get the surface answer. I want yeah. the heavy, deep answer. Yeah. And not everybody can give that. And yeah. um, you and you gave a powerful one. I love that. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. So here's a two-part question. And you've probably heard a million times the first part. Odds are you've never heard the second part. So. Okay. <laughs> so, what's, um, so if you could co-write with anyone dead or alive, who would it be and what would y'all's song be about? Oh, man. Ooh. Oh, gosh. <clears throat> Ooh. Oh, that's a doozy. <laughs> There's so many artists, so many <laughs> artists, writers out there that would be incredible to write with. Um, mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Let's see here. Um, I, I've always been a really big fan of Amos Lee. It's, mm-hmm. he's, he's, he's not a country artist. He's an independent mm-hmm. artist, but he just does some incredible, incredible music, incredible lyrics and, and the music is just so beautiful and meaningful and his style is so great too. And uh, so I think that would be a really awesome co-write to yeah, do well. just because it'd be different. I think, you know, the two different writing styles would just create something really yeah. unique. Um, yeah. And then what, what would we write? About? Oh my goodness. What would we write about? <laughs> my gosh. <laughs> oh man. Maybe, uh, maybe something just about life and carrying on mm-hmm. and how regardless of the circumstances, you just keep going and just keep pushing through. I think that that'd be a good topic to write about. That's awesome. So who has been your most supportive advocate behind you and your music? My family has definitely always been the biggest supporter. It's not, I guess it's not solely one person, but my, my yeah. entire family from my parents, my that sister, awesome. my brother-in-law, everybody has just been so supportive, not only, mm-hmm in the music career in itself, but just as, as an, an emotional support as well. And mm-hmm. all of that is so important. Actually, my brother and my brother-in-law and my sister are actually a part of my touring band. And so oh, wow. they go on the road and they play along and everything. And it's, it's great to have them there. And you know that they're always going to have your back no matter what. Mm-hmm. And they're always there to bounce ideas off of and to just be encouraging. So it's wonderful. Wonderful that I have that support from my family. So tell us, a, you know, since they're your number one support, tell us a family story that just almost brings you to tears. Oh, gosh. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm sure you got tons of them. Just I know. I got to think it. <laughs> Yeah, right? Um, <clears throat> oh, man. And it could be a parent story. It, you know, it doesn't matter. It's something yeah. that we're – where they did something that ha- that helped you with the music, and you were like, "Wow, they really yeah. get you." Um, who? So, okay, sorry, now I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
um, I think this one's with my sister. Um, mm-hmm. I was looking, you know, when I went to go release my second single to radio, mm-hmm. um, there was sort of a big decision over what song it would be and, you know, which one we were going to pick. And mm-hmm. I sort of had my heart and my mind set on one. And mm-hmm. so I sort of put my opinion out there. And then as soon as I put my opinion out there and the team said, okay, well, if you believe in it, let's do it. And we decided to release it. I got really nervous because I just thought, oh my gosh, I just made a really big decision. And they're just they're mm-hmm. saying, okay, like at, at the end, this is, this is going to be on me. And so mm-hmm. I, got, I got really nervous and I just sort of, I expressed it to my sister and, um, and she just said, listen, it's going to be what it's going to be. We, we're people of faith and we believe in mm-hmm. God and we believe in his plan. Yes. And I said, what if oh, yes. I, I felt very moved personally um, in my own spirit that this was the next song that had to be released. And I said, but what if, you know, what if I didn't listen right? What if I'm wrong? And what if this mm-hmm. is just, you know, me being me? And, and she said, God has a plan for you. And God has a plan mm-hmm. for the song. And she said, it doesn't matter what song you would have picked. If it's going to happen, it's going to happen. And if things are going to progress, they're going to progress, not because of you and not because of what you chose, but because of God's plan for your life. Yep. And that really grounded me in that mm-hmm. moment and made me realize that I don't have the power to mess up his plan. I'm, I'm not wow. that strong, right? <laughs> There's a quote out there that says that talks about how you are not powerful enough to mess up what he has planned for your life. And so mm-hmm. that just, it just, it snapped me out of it. And I said, okay, I'm not going to worry. <laughs> I'm just going to let that go. And uh, it ended up making it a top 40 on music Row, and it became one of my first oh, billboard wow. indicator charting singles. And it was, yeah. It was just so, it was just a wonderful, a wonderful thing. And I'm, I'm so happy to have that influence in my life with my sister. I'm so happy to hear when people say that God is the foundation. Because I believe that yes. in our first five years of marriage, <clears throat> that where we struggle with my addiction, that if Sandy did not believe that God brought us yeah. together for some purpose, she probably yeah. would have left like 99% of the women out there. They would not give it. Because a lot of people told us, well, Sandy just allowed you to walk over her um, those first mm-hmm. years. And I'm like, no, she allowed me to experience God's pure love through her. Yeah. And there's a yeah. big difference there. <clears throat> if it weren't for that, I'd probably be dead today. Yeah. Yeah. And wow. so it's really <laughs> refreshing when you hear someone say their faith is their foundation. Cause you, you know, mm-hmm. And what we've noticed within the up-and-coming country music world that's actually the norm. That's, you know, it is. a lot of times when people get big, they they tend to lose that a little bit. <clears throat> but yeah. right now, it seems like it's within the up-and-coming country artists, that's a big thing, and I love that. Yeah, absolutely. It's certainly the thing that has, has grounded me that has kept things in perspective for me. And mm-hmm. it's, it's what I use as my compass and my guide and – the realization that there is a purpose for everything that you do. And mm-hmm. no matter what changes come your way in life, nothing that you have done, no person that you've touched is ever wasted. And that's Amen. a really important thing for me to keep in mind. And because we keep a, mm-hmm. a, a family show, we always let our eight year old ask a question. So him, okay. him to go to his mommy to, <laughs> he loves this part. Yeah. Because <laughs> he said one day he'll have he'll have a podcast. 
Oh, oh yes. Our future podcaster. <laughs> Here he is. Here's Christopher. Hi, Christopher. Hi, AC. What's your favorite food? Oh, my favorite food. Oh, I like a lot of food, but my favorite lately has been Thai basil. I love Thai food, and they have Thai basil tofu, and it's really good. (laughs) Sort of a random selection there. (laughs) That is awesome. So what is yours, little Chris? Uh, Pizza. Oh, pizza's good, too. I definitely like pizza. That's that's got to be a close second. (laughs) He could eat it, which I think I could eat it probably all the time, too. (laughs) <laughs> it just wasn't so unhealthy. <laughs> any any special toppings or just plain cheese? Mm, the, uh, pepperoni. Pepperoni? Nice. Nice choice. Nice choice. Yes, okay, <laughs> bye. Bye. Nice to talk to you. Yeah, he's in and out. <laughs> he's quick and to the point. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> but yeah, oh. we you know, we always try to keep I mean, again, we we homeschool him and all that, and yes, so yeah. he, so to make him feel like he's part of this whole venture, we like bring yeah. him yeah. in. That's, now he'd yeah, be mad if, he if, if we it. did an episode without him. <laughs> he would. <laughs> he'd be like, I didn't get to ask my question. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, that is awesome. So, so, so if there was um, one song, and it could be one of yours, it could be someone else. Answers and it don't have to be country. Um, that okay. describes your life up to this point. Which song would that be? Ooh, <laughs> um, I I have loved Jillian Jacqueline's "God Bless This Mess." Um, not necessarily maybe that it's a specifically defining song uh, for, mm-hmm. for my life yeah. specifically, but the sentiment of that feeling of you know sometimes you can feel like my life's a mess and I'm just, maybe I'm not being what I should be or, or whatever it may be. I'm striving for certain things. It's, it's God's mm-hmm. blessing over whatever it is you may be experiencing at the time. And so that song yeah. has just been so moving to me and just saying, I'm going to hold on to you regardless of what's going on and I'm going to get through it with you. And I, I just really love that song for sure. <laughs> that is awesome. Now, if you had a magic wand and what you're about to say would come true, oh dear. where do you want to be in five years? And the reason, I'm, the reason why I always ask this question in this way is I asked February 11th was the five-year anniversary that I asked that same question to Kelsey Ballerini, and she's living it, exactly her answer. So yeah. where would you be in five years? I would hope that in five years, I would be at a point where this career, whether it be, you know, I, I don't necessarily know how it would even look, but whether it's signed mm-hmm. to a major label or whether it's an, my own independent label that has mm-hmm. taken off, um, would allow me to continue this wild ride in music across the country, throughout the world. I, I would love to, to get out into the world more, into the UK and and Europe and, and Japan and just experience that and get to travel with mm-hmm. my music more. Um, I, w- I would absolutely love that. And I think if I'm going to be, if I, if I'm, if I'm going to be straight up in my hopes and wishes for mm-hmm. the business end of things and my career and what I want to do, I one day would love nothing more than to be able to perform at the Grand Ole Opry. That would oh, be, awesome. 
that would be the pinnacle. That would be my dream. And that would be just icing on the cake right there. Um, so I think that that's, I think that's what I'd like to see. If I had my little that magic wand. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> that, is, that is really awesome. I love that answer. Now, thank you. if you had a friend, say that friend has a good tone, they can sing, they're just starting out. Okay. And they're one that, that really has a good voice. It's, you know, of course, there's many people that think they got a good voice and they don't. But, they, but this person is not that. This person really does have a good voice. Knowing yes. what you know now within the music industry, what advice would you give that person to get them on the right track over the next two years? Yeah. Gosh, I think, I think what I would say to them is, number one, you're, you're in a time of the industry right now where it is very easy to get music out there and to get heard by a lot of people. I think I would say that you're good to do it on your own right now um, mm. and start by working on, on building up. Social media is a huge part of things nowadays. And so I think there's so many avenues through social media, through YouTube, through Spotify, all those Apple music, all those sorts of things where it's very mm. easy for people to get their music out. And I think that embracing that and moving forward with that and sort of building something on your own is the biggest piece of advice I could give to someone starting out like that um, yeah. to say that when you build your own foundation, number one, you have nobody influencing who you are, what you're trying to say, mm -hmm. how, you know, what your, your message is in your music, you are authentically you and you can use that platform then to build a following and to mm -hmm. um, get your music out there. And so I think that that would be sort of the advice that I'd give in, in starting out in a course of action. And just reach and out to really everybody good. and anybody. <laughs> <laughs> and that's really good advice because um, we interviewed Joe Kelly from CDX Nashville because we oh, yeah, on Wednesdays yeah, yeah. we do, yeah, you know, on Wednesdays we do like a thing called State of the Music Business podcast where okay. we bring in on executives from the business side of music yeah. to try to be a little different and so people can get their perspective. And Joe was talking about he was our first guest and I was so glad that he actually gave us a chance for you know, for him to be the first guest, knowing who yeah. he is, you know, <clears throat> and um, about that, about the independent, he says, we're in a, we're in the era of independent. He said that yeah. he's, he's got a lot of friends that, that they don't want to sugarcoat anything. They want to be authentic. They want to be themselves. He says they, they want to control their own schedule. They want to say, yeah. be able to say yes or no to things. And he said, because of that, because of the tools that we have that they didn't have in the 90s, he says they're making $100,000 and $200,000 a year profit after all expenses, and, yeah. but they're living it their own way. And he said yeah. no reason an artist can't do that in this day and time with the tools we have. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he said plus it gives you more clout so that when you do one day if you sign with a label, now you – can sign with your own term because if you sign too early with a label, he said, you just got screwed. You may not know it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you've already sort of, you've already built your, your business. You've already built your brand and who you are as an artist. And so mm -hmm. that's just going to mm -hmm. exponentially grow it then from there for sure. So as we get to the last question here, what is All the right. question that you kind of wish people would ask you? But they never do. Oh. 
and we build our we build our questions around this question, like the quirky one, the one you said you've never been asked. Somebody yeah. says that, and we like yeah. that so much we put it in our in, like, in our questions. <laughs> yeah, so we kind of use this, you know, because I love when people say, "Well, you've actually asked me things that ne- I've never been asked," and I like that, you know. So that's what we're yeah, trying to do. We're trying to be different. <laughs> You have definitely done that. So, so many of these questions, I thought, oh, my goodness, I've never been asked that before. <laughs> it's awesome. Oh, man. Maybe uh, maybe asking, let's see, oh, like a place, a place I'd like to travel, a spe- like a specific place that oh, wow. you want to go, something along so where those you lines. Go? I would love to go. To a lot of a lot of, a lot of places actually, <laughs> but uh, I've always I've always uh, I've always wanted uh, to number one I've always wanted to go to Italy, um, mm-hmm. and I've always wanted to go to Barcelona in Spain and see La Sagrada Familia, the beautiful church mm-hmm. that's there. I just oh, wow. it's so gorgeous to see. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a couple places on my on my top list there. Ireland for sure. That, that's always that'd be a given, but. <laughs> <laughs> That yeah. is really awesome. And, and you thank know, you. you've been a great guest today. We're glad oh, that thank you, you definitely so much. came on. Thank you oh, so yes. much for having me today. Definitely appreciate you being on here. Oh, so now appreciate you guys for having self, me. Self-promotion time. Tell everybody how they can reach you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So everybody out there can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at AC Jones Music or acjonesmusic.com. So it's pretty pretty even there across the board. <laughs> and uh, we're going to get some things up hopefully on YouTube here soon, having to do with Castle and whatnot, and that's YouTube uh, backslash AC Jones music as well. That is really awesome, and we really enjoyed it today. Thank you so much. I very much enjoyed speaking with you today. Um, I hope you guys have a wonderful week ahead of you. Yep, and, and we look forward to having you oh, come back you. down the road for some updates. Oh, thank you. I would I would love that. Thank you so much. Hi, <laughs> right, we'll talk with you real soon. All right, sounds good. Bye. Take care. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Hey everyone, hope you really enjoyed today's podcast with AC Jones. Be sure to look her up on buyer stuff, buyer merch. You know, independent artists really need your help in this day and time because that's how they make their living. Um, she's definitely going somewhere. You will see her at the top. You'll hear her on, on radio eventually, and we look forward to talking with you real soon. And by the way, we're taking Tuesday and Wednesday off because we're going yes. to celebrate our little 18-year of us meeting face-to-face. But anyway, we will, we will see you again mm-hmm. on Thursday. Yes. Bye.